are... My name's Claire. Claire Dobbo. I'm on your basketball team. Oh, oh yeah, you do look a little familiar. You're the girl who wears a different colour nail polish on your left thumb every week. Oh, you noticed. What are you doing here? Yeah, can't you see we're having a club meeting? Well, that's the reason I'm here, actually. I was wondering if I... I want to join the pink girls. I want a pink tutu. I want to be part of your club. <laughs> oh, sweetie, don't embarrass yourself. You could never be a pink girl. Why not? Let me put it this way, Claire. We pink girls are pretty awesome. We want to keep it that way. But I'm awesome. Painting your thumbnail a different colour each week is not very awesome. I can do more than that. The pink girls have a very, very tough selection process. Yeah, believe me, you wouldn't stand a chance. What do I have to do? I'll do anything to get into the pink girls. Just tell me what I have to do and I'll do it. Wow, you are keen. But there's no points for enthusiasm. You have to pass the test. Cheryl, give her the 50 5DX. <laughs> sure, Deb. The 55DX will be perfect. What's the 55DX? The 55DX is our hardest selection test ever. Are you sure you really want to join the pink girls with all my heart? Okay. Play. you can join the club if you complete these three challenges. I love challenges. Challenge number one. The physical challenge. You must jump off the 10 metre diving board at the town pool. Oh, that's easy. I've done that loads of times. I haven't finished. You must land in the water doing a full front face belly flop. What? From the 10 metre board? I could break every bait in my body. Challenge number two. The beauty challenge. You must cut off your long blonde hair. <gasps> but I've been growing my hair for years. It's my one beauty. Challenge number three. The mental challenge. You must memorise The Hobbit by J.R.R. Tolkien. The whole novel. Or 95,022 words in two weeks. The whole book in two weeks? Every word. One mistake and you're out. Whoa. All three challenges must be completed successfully if you want to join the pink girls. Gee, I didn't think it would be so hard. Too hard for you, Claire? I thought so. No, no, no. It's, it's not too hard. I'll do it. I know I can do it. Joining the pink girls means everything to me. Well, we'll see you in two weeks then. Same place, same time. Don't bother coming if you haven't cut your hair off. Gee, those pink girls are pretty savage, don't you think, Hugh? I mean, belly flops and hair cutting and memorising thousands of words. I don't think Claire will be able to do it, Dad. She sounds pretty determined. But th that's ridiculous. You know, Hugh, God is a bit like those pink girls. The pink girls? I can't see the similarity there myself. Well, the pink girls have their selection test. If Claire doesn't complete the three challenges successfully, she's not in the club. God is like that, you know. If you're not perfect, you don't go to heaven. What? Are you suggesting that I have to obey the Ten Commandments perfectly in order to go to heaven? Yep. You see, God is perfect. Or another way the Bible puts it is, God is holy. Holy beyond measure. 
So maybe if I try really hard, like Claire's gonna try really hard, maybe I could be nearly good enough. Nearly good enough is not perfect. God expects perfection. There's no other choice. No, Dad. I really think I can keep working on things and trying hard to be kind and caring. And trying really hard not to sin. Hugh, the Bible is clear. Romans 3 verse 10. There is no one perfect, not even one. Are you sure I'm a sinner? Yes, of course you're a sinner. So throwing Ali's clothes out into the rain this morning was a sin? Ha ha ha, take that! Yeah! I don't have to answer that question. Why did you do that? Because he washed the toothpaste off my toothbrush in the toilet! <laughs> Oops! That's disgusting! Ah, you guys, man! Just as well God has a backup plan, you guys really need it! God has a backup plan? What's the backup plan? I'll tell you in a minute. First, let's see how Claire goes with the pink girl's challenges. <laughs> Claire had to be correct the first time. You failed the test. 
You cannot join the pink girl. No! No! Claire, you can try again next year. But I don't want to wait another whole year. I crushed my spleen for the pink girls. I cut my golden locks off for the pink girls. I memorized a whole novel. You have to let me in. You knew the challenges. 99% is just not good enough. You had to pass them all perfectly. You were just not sufficiently awesome, Claire. No pink tutu for you. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Poor Claire. She tried so hard. She actually did way, way better than I thought she would. She was nearly in the club. But as I said before, it's just the same with God. Nearly good enough is not perfect. Okay, we're all doomed. What's God's backup plan? This is a good time to read our passage for the day. Okay, open your book of Luke to chapter 2, then find verse 21. Let's read verses 21 to 24 together. Luke chapter 2 verses 21 to 24. On the eighth day, when it was time to circumcise the child, he was named Jesus, the name the angel had given him before he was conceived. When the time came for the purification rites required by the law of Moses, Joseph and Mary took him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male is to be consecrated to the Lord and to offer a sacrifice in keeping with what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of doves or two young pigeons. So the passage talked about circumcision, purification, Presenting Jesus to the Lord at Jerusalem and offering a sacrifice. That's the backup plan? That's intense. I agree. Some of God's laws are a little bit foreign to us, but it's only phase one of the backup plan. Please explain. The only way we can be perfect or holy enough for God is if somehow the sins that we have committed are erased or washed away. Can I have a bubble bath? <laughs> Bubbles don't clean our hearts, unfortunately. How do we wash away our sin then? God required his people to sacrifice one of their animals. Oh, poor little Poochie. That's, that's awful. <laughs> Not their pet Poochie. It was usually a lamb or a goat from their flock. <laughs> or, if you were poor, like Joseph and Mary were, a couple of birds. But why did they have to make a sacrifice? Well, sacrificing an animal provided a temporary forgiveness of their sins. Oh, I see. But, but why animals? What did they do wrong? Well, that's just it. The animal did no wrong, but the person did. The animal died in place of the person who was sacrificing it. But why did they have to sacrifice the animal for their sin? Couldn't they just shear off the wool or simply say sorry to God? Ow. God is very clear in the Bible, without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness. When we sin, we deserve punishment. We need to be forgiven by God. Something has to die in order for us to be forgiven. Dad, does something still have to die in order for us to be forgiven? Yep. 
But we've never sacrificed one of our goats. Well, besides the fact that Leah would never speak to you again if you did bump off one of her goats, we don't have to. But you said without the shedding of blood, there's no forgiveness. Why did Mary and Joseph have to sacrifice an animal and we don't? Because there has been a better sacrifice. God knew he wouldn't be able to keep his laws perfectly, so he had a plan to fix the problem. This is phase two of God's backup plan. He sent a sacrifice so perfect and so complete and so full of love that no further sacrifices are required. Really? What prize lamb was that? Jesus! Jesus is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Jesus is the Lamb of God, our sacrifice to forgive our sins. That's awesome. Yep. Jesus died so that we didn't have to. What love.